Welcome to episode 105 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and uh, this week, this is a special episode. I, I interviewed uh, Joe Kiesel. He's uh, the owner of Take Control Books, author of many of those books, and uh, we uh, go down and talk about... Uh, seeing if the iPad could be his full-time device and you'll be interesting to hear what he talks about when he decides. So uh, let's uh, go ahead and begin the show and uh, give it a listen to, to, to the interview with Joe Kiesel. Welcome to In Touch with iOS and I am your host Dave Ginsberg and today I would like to welcome to the show first-time guest and author owner of Take Control Books, Mr. Joe Kiesel. How are you doing, Joe? Hello, it's nice to be here. Thanks for having me. No, oh, thanks for having. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, we uh, we actually, I think I'm trying to. I was trying to remember how we met. I think we met originally on when we were on uh, Chuck's uh, the Mac Voices. I think we did a, a gift guide, and that was. I think it was the first that, time we that uh, could very well have been. You know, yeah. uh, every the past. You know, it just all blurs together. <laughs> it does. <laughs> there have been so many. I've I've been on more than a hundred of Chuck's podcasts. Yes, uh, to say nothing of you know. <laughs> Uh, Mac World Expo and Mac Tech conferences and you know yeah. all all the things for going back so long. So it's all a blur, but it's all good. Yeah, and I remember, uh, of course, you you're very uh, active. We and I appreciate that. And told you that before the uh, being active with this uh, Apple user groups. And of course, mm-hmm. I'm president of the Suburban Chicago Apple users, and uh, we had you on. Uh, well, one time you did, you did the, the your the digital legacy uh, book and reviewed right. that. That was a great session and uh, real 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 good stuff. And uh, of course, you've got all kinds of great books. And boy, after Worldwide Developers Conference came on, uh, I, I was just reading your blog and you've got a lot of work to do. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we we've got uh, well over fifty books in our catalog on yeah. all yeah. kinds of different stuff. You know, a lot, most of it is Apple specific. Some of it's not, some of it's more generic about, you know, like online privacy does not, is not specifically about Apple, but it all applies to Apple devices. Right. And usually, you know, we, we know that some of our books are going to have to be updated when a new operating system comes out. That's just normal. Um, but the big thing this time was, uh, on the Mac side, uh, you know, Catalina just, uh, Big Sur, Cat- Big Sur doesn't look anything like Catalina or like its no. predecessors. It's no. just like every screenshot is now going to be outdated. So all of our screenshots have to be redone. And a lot of things just are, it's not that just they, they look different. I mean, they do, of course, but they yeah. some of the things also behave differently. And so um, the number of books that we will have to uh, update to cover this new stuff is, it's, it's a really long list. Um, it is. And it's going to take us a while to get through them, but we will, we will get through them. No, you guys have amazing books. I'm, I've always supported Take Control. We'll always definitely make sure I have links in the show notes uh, for everything you guys do. Uh, I almost use it as a Bible to, especially Josh Shenner's does such a great job with uh, TVOS and uh, Apple TV and iOS, uh, iPadOS. He's just a great author you have, and you've got a great team of authors to, to, to really yeah, review that stuff. Josh so. is, is particularly affected by these new changes because he has, you know, he, he does yeah. our, our annual book on iOS and iPadOS. So he'll do that, of course, but also he has to revise his Apple TV book and also he has to revise his Apple home automation book because there's changes in HomeKit. Also, he has to revise his notes book. Now, to be fair, not a whole lot has changed in notes, but a couple of small things have changed in notes. So uh, he has, he has more work to do than most of our authors. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll definitely have lots of links and uh, and get you guys uh, go, go, 
go purchase some of these great great titles there's a lot a lot of great information so need to uh, say too much more about that but uh welcome to the show really appreciate you being here and then we had a good discussion here i thought it would be a, i thought it was a great topic and i did cover this a couple of years ago i did talk i did a presentation at MacStock uh, about uh, making ipad your your full-time device but it was about four years ago i think it was mm-hmm. if, I, if i remember correctly so i think lots changed in four years so i wanted to to kind of see where you're at with the ipad i know obviously being a writer Mac is a really important device, but is it possible that iPad could could fit into not only your writing but your business as well? Um, but do you have what, what current iPad do you have right now? Uh, my current iPad is a ten and a half inch iPad Pro. Now I've had like I don't know five six iPads over over the years, um, and I really have my eye on one of the newer models. Not like the iPad I have is fine. But I really want to use the, the new Apple Pencil, um, mm-hmm. and I have to have the new iPad. To, so, sorry, honey, I had to buy a new iPad because <laughs> I needed the new pencil. Um, yes. So, uh, but, you know, I'm always going to want the next thing. I, you know, you you did the thing uh, four years ago on using an iPad as a full, full-time device. Uh, my history with that topic, or or let's say a very similar topic, goes back 10 years. Okay. Um, to, to when the iPad first came out and um, I was, I was living in France at the time. And I think I, I'm not, I can't, I can't prove this, but I think I was the first person in France to have an iPad um, because they went on sale in the United States, <clears throat> like uh, a few weeks before they appeared in France. Immediately when they went on sale, uh, Tanya Anks went out and bought one and sent it, gave it to a friend of hers who was leaving like the next day to come to Paris on vacation. So the, the friend hand delivered this brand new iPad to me. Um, and, uh, later that month, uh, my wife gave birth to our first son and we had the iPad, you know, the original iPad in the delivery room to play music <laughs> on. So, you know, I, so I was with, you know, with the iPad from the very, very beginning and as soon as the iPad came out, a bunch of Take Control authors started writing books about it. You know, we had a book on iPad Basics, and we had a book on you know networking and security, and we had a book on media. And then we had we had my book, which was called Take Control of Working with Your iPad. So my job was to figure out how you actually get productive stuff done with this, how you do your day-to-day work that you would have previously done on a Mac or whatever. So I, I was into that from like day one. So I did that book a little bit later on. We turned that into a course, like a a four uh, part live video course. That was back before that that was a cool thing to do. And, um, and so I was, you know, back 10 years ago, I was trying to figure out how on earth an iPad user can do some of the things that, I mean, back then stuff was really hard to do. It was, it was. I remember. I, I would. I I talked about some pretty fancy, tricky, hacky kinds of <laughs> kinds of ways to get your iPad to jump through hoops. Um, and a lot of those things are thankfully like way way easier now. So oh, yes. it, it's you know it, it it has become like vastly simpler. Simpler. Um, there were things before where like, well, the only way you can really do this is in, in an iPad is to um like uh, you use like a VNC app, you're really running something on your Mac or Windows PC, but you're doing kind of screen sharing and 
you're, you're so you're using the you know the iPad as a terminal. So a lot of that stuff has gone away. Multitasking has gotten a lot better. You know, we have you know trackpad support, all that stuff, and multiple windows and all that stuff. Well, so I did this. And one of the first questions I had for Adam and Tanya, because at that point I wasn't running Take Control, I was just another author, um, writing books all the time. And I'm like, hey, can can I write my next book on my iPad? And they said no. And I'm like, wait, huh. what, really? I don't know that, I, don't really. We're, well. <laughs> we're, we're, we're writing all these books about the iPad, but I can't write my book on my iPad? And well, I mean, there's kind of a story there. There's a reason it wasn't it wasn't just like a capricious choice, like nah, you can't do that. No, it wasn't like anything like that at all. It's like we use certain tools in the take control world, and because we're trying to get a certain end result, um, you know, we're not just spitting out text. We have we have you know very carefully, nicely formatted books, and we have certain you know style elements and layout elements and things we got to do. And when, when we're writing and editing books, we have to use things like change tracking and comments. And when we're producing books, we have to get them in all these different formats. And, and like everything has to be just right. We really agonize over like what's going to be the experience of somebody reading this book. Yeah. And um, to, to make a very long story short, and we might get into some more of the details later, um, the, the tools that, I mean, the, the, the capabilities did not exist to make the end result that we wanted on an iPad. And I could, yeah, I should just use any old text editor and write a, a first draft of text on an iPad, sure. But as soon as it has to start going back and forth with an editor and the publisher and the tech reviewer and all that, the whole thing kind of broke. So when I took over um, Take Control Books a few years ago, I revisited this question. Okay, okay, now that now that I'm making the rules, now can we do it? And because 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 I love my iPad and um and it's so lightweight and the battery lasts forever and you know it's so much nicer to have with you in bed or whatever on an airplane than um than a Mac. I mean, I love my Macs too, but um but I thought you know can't, can't, can't I do this now? And, and as I started looking into it, I mean, we're, we're closer, we're a lot closer than we used to be. That is for darn sure. Um, but we're not quite there yet. Um, for, for the things that I need to do as, as a writer and for the things that we need to do in our business. And I'm so jealous of people that I follow on Twitter and a lot of my, um, you know, my colleagues who do most or all of their work on an iPad. I'm like, I, I I want that. I I want to be one of you and I've wanted to be one of you for 10 years, but, but even today there's stuff that I have to do every day that I can't do in my iPad and it, and it frustrates me. Um, Will we ever get there? I don't know, but but that that difference between where we've gotten to and where we need to be for my work is is sort of what I want to talk about. So I can tell you, I I have the Magic Keyboard for the I have an iPad 11 uh, 11 inch uh, the 2018. I did not, you know, because you know me real well, but I, I'm one that probably upgrade everything all the time, which I'm crazy. Our co-host Warren Sklar, he's he he buys everything brand new like every other minute. And I always tease him for sure. that. Uh, but in this case, he actually he actually decided as well. We stuck we we stuck with the the uh, the iPad uh, Pro 11 inch from 2018 because it works with the Magic Keyboard. Now mm-hmm. I I can I can I can attest to the fact that the Magic Keyboard is wonderful. It 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 feels nice and comfortable. I have the 11 inch version, but I don't know maybe for for your 
your needs, you might maybe want, want to take a look at the 12.9 inch because it's a, obviously a bigger screen. Keyboard will give you a lot more comfort level as far as that goes. Um, the pencil, amazing. I mean, I, I, I was going to even talk about that a little bit about what they've, they're they going to be adding to from iOS or iPad OS 14 with with the uh, the scribble and the uh, and being able to write in the URLs and that kind of stuff. I think that's going to be a really big game changer for writing too for you, I would think. Uh, it, it could be. Um, and I, I, oh, you know, whenever, whenever I buy an iPad, I agonize, I agonize over the size. I mean, at one point I had an iPad mini, which I loved that. That was great. That for, for, for my, for my use cases in, in many ways, that was just right. And when it came time to buy my first iPad pro, I'm like, do I buy the little or one or the bigger one? The little because like, you know, I have, uh, right, right now I am standing in front of, uh, an iMac pro and, um, at the moment, I have just the one 27-inch monitor, but at some points uh, in the past, I've had two side-by-side, side, and I really, I love lots of screen real estate. Yeah. Um, when it comes to an iPad, um, the, the, the benefits of all that great screen real estate that you get with the larger model are somewhat at odds with my desire for portability. So, you know, yeah. there, there are trade-offs there. And, and to be sure, um, bigger screens would be a help in what I do. Um, but it, it's like necessary, but not sufficient. Like that, that would be useful, but that's not all I need. Yeah. I mean, I think the size size is a difficult, difficult decision really. Um, for what I do, I thought the 11 inch was perfect for me. Uh, I'm, I'm a geek at heart we all are, I guess. Uh, and I like, uh, I like to have everything. I, I probably would still continue to keep a Mac and, and an iPad and an Apple watch. I, I mean, I own every single device. So, um, mm -hmm. So I think size is always going to be a challenge what to decide on, on, on where that goes. Uh, but uh, uh, one of the things I want to kind of ask you is, is uh, what, what, how does your workflow, how, how do you do, how does your workflow work as far as what uh, apps you use and what, uh, what, how would you be able to adapt? I mean, now with Apple Silicon coming, I think, um, you know, iOS and iPadOS apps are going to be almost singular between Mac and, 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 uh, iPadOS. So, I mean, I would hope some of the apps that you use might, might come that place. That way yeah. Well, you know, this is kind of a separate discussion, but, um, with, with Apple Silicon and with, um, with Catalyst, you know, there are all these good ways that you can take stuff that works on an iPad and move it over to the Mac, but none of these tools really helps things go in the other direction. And that's part of the problem is I have, uh, there are apps that I am, am heavily dependent on that have been Mac apps for, I mean, in some cases, as long, you know, since 1984, I mean, going back a, a long time. Yeah. And um, it is, it is not a trivial exercise to port a Mac app to the iPad even today. Um, it's a really, really, really big deal. So let me talk about some of the apps we use. Um, so of course we use a word processor to, to write our books. And um, in the beginning, in the old times, uh, we, we started using Microsoft Word and we used that for a few years. Um, and we didn't like it, but it was okay. And uh, then we switched to Pages and, and Pages was okay for a while. Um, but then you, you might remember there was, there was a time at which Apple just kind of rewrote pages it just kind of threw out the old version and in with the new version and at that point uh the new version sucked 
for for a while. Um, it just they boy, it, it it lacked a lot of important features. So um, uh, so we switched to Nicest Writer Pro. Uh, now, Nicest Writer has been around uh, for a very, very, very long time. I wrote a book on it back in 1996. Uh, I used to work for the company. Um, and it's a very, very, very nice word processor. Um, it is heavily automatable, has terrific macros, has an amazing find and replace. Um, and so we we found that to be uh, better than Word or Pages for uh, for the kind of uh, writing and editing we do, and uh, for at least the PDF versions of our book, we could do the the preliminary layout uh, right in Nicest Writer Pro. So that was very nice. Um, now there are of course oodles of writing apps on the iPad. There's Pages. There's Word. There's Scrivener. There's you know so many text editors, whether they're Markdown or Rich Text or whatever. Um, but there aren't any that have all the features we need, at least not yet. Um, pages is getting closer all the time. Pages is not, uh, it used to be terrible, now it's not terrible anymore. Um, there, there are some things that it can't do. And, um, you know, one of the things pages can, for example, uh, create EPUB ebooks, and that's one of the formats that, that we sell. Um, they just aren't great EPUBs. They're, they're okay. They're not, they're not what we want. Um, and so um, having, having a tool to make things in just, you know, very specifically just the way we want it is, is a big deal. It can make PDFs, of course. PDF is easy, except they're not PDFs that we would feel okay selling. On a Mac, we'll like do an initial save as PDF from Nicest Writer Pro, and then we have about 10 other steps that we go through using, uh, you know, various, uh, you know, old weird utilities and command line tools. And, you know, we have this certain thing that can only be done in Acrobat Pro. There's like literally no other software we can use. Um, we have all these steps and, and only once we've gone through all these steps, do we have an okay PDF. And then when it comes to like EPUB and MobyPocket, the, um, the Kindle, the older Kindle format, we use command line tools. So I've got all these, you know, all these command line tools and then scripts and macros and Apple scripts and automator, you know, actions and all this autom automation stuff, keyboard maestro macros to tie it all together. So on, I'm, on a Mac, I could take a, a markdown file, select it, press a keystroke combination, and in five seconds, I've got uh, an EPUB version and a Moby Pocket version of, of that file. It's, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. It is, I mean, it, it used to take us weeks to get our, our books converted to these different formats. Now it's like, it's like that. Mm, yeah. Can't do that on an it's iPad. There's no yeah. command line, you know? Um, and that, you know, uh, we use automation so heavily. Um, shortcuts is great. Um, there are yeah. some apps that now use JavaScript for automation. That's nice too, but there still isn't anything on the iPad that can do all the stuff we do with the command line and Apple script and all these, all these custom tools. So, um, oh, and I will mention too, like we would, we, we've switched, we've switched writing environments before and we would do it again. If there were something on the iPad that were comparable to, let's say, InDesign or Quark Express, okay. 
if you if you look at you know page layout apps in the app store for the iPad, you know, you're gonna find stuff to make photo albums and posters. You're not gonna find stuff that can make books. Um, so the the people who are developing apps for the iPad seem to be really focused on certain areas, you know, like photography, graphics, animation, and that's all great. Music is fantastic on the iPad, but um, you know, apps to apps to make books just kind of aren't there. And um even, you know, I would be willing to endure the pain of switching from our current tools to other tools. I've done that before. I'm sure I'll do it again. Um, but we're still looking for the right end result. And until I can yeah. get the right end result, it's kind of a non-starter. So that sounds like it's going to be a little bit of a tougher, um, tougher sell for you to, because of those tools, is trying to be able to convert to the iPad because you've got so many tools that you're so used to using all these years. So we've got to find someplace, somebody that's going to be making these tools work better for you. So you have a much better workflow in order to do that. So, And, and you, you just mentioned the word workflow, and I, I realized I didn't entirely answer your earlier question. Like I mentioned the tools we use, but um, just to say a few more words about that. So sure. the, the, way, the way things currently work in our world is um, an author writes a draft of a book in Nicest Writer. And um, we'll we'll put it in a shared folder. Right now, we're using Dropbox. Maybe one day we'll switch to iCloud Drive. Now that they can do that, um, and then um, the editor will will pick it up and make a copy so that we can go back. We have a sort of a little little manual version control system we use, but basically make a copy and put a new number on. Editor will go mark up uh whatever changes need to be made uh whatever comments they have and then it, the, the the editor and the author go back and forth as many times as it takes to resolve everything and 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 make it good and then sometimes another person will come in a tech reviewer or or someone else to verify you know technical accuracy and once all those people are done with it um then the book comes to my desk um and I'll I'll go check out a copy um and um, then I have a, a series of uh, like higher level stuff that I go through, m mainly to ensure consistency among our different books, but also to check for some little fiddly technical things that editors and authors really shouldn't have to worry about. Um, and then um, we we go through this production process. You know, we create the PDF, and then we have this you know long series series of steps we go through to to make it a good PDF, and then we create. Um, we go through the separate process to create the EPUB and, and uh, Kindle versions. And then of course we have to uh, upload all these to different places with different names and different formats. And, um, and like, you know, you can do many of those things on an iPad, like, okay, you, we have the files app now, so we can work in shared folders. It's possible. And uh, there are FTP or whatever kinds of file transfer tools you, you can uh, upload stuff to different places. What you can't do is what I do today is um, I I, I run an automator action, like I select the PDF and the, and, and the automator action is like, okay, I need to uh, copy this PDF to this place on this server. And, uh, but when I do that, it has to have a different name that follows a certain format. Then I have to uh, copy it also to this folder with this name and this folder with this name and this folder with this name. Um, and I have to make sure that I replace this thing, but not that thing. And um, and then, oh, I also have to zip up a version of that and give that zipped version a special name and put that in this place. 
and like it just it just all happens and it's it's easy <laughs> and, um and and like you know again like shortcuts could probably mm-hmm. almost get close to that but it's you know you're, it's just, you're just not, not there yet with them yeah because yeah. My gosh, shortcuts are just an amazing uh, tool on on, on iOS uh, and iPadOS. Uh, I would I would think you could get something automated uh, to what you do because um, I mean, creating PDFs is all automated now with shortcuts and and uh, it, I mean, I do it all the time. I'm creating creating IP, uh, PDFs from like say websites or whatever. But obviously, I'm not into publishing like you are. So it, it, a little, I know it's a little different process. Yeah, like one of the things that I mean, it's for for me, it's a slightly annoying additional step. It's annoying because I have to use Acrobat to do it. Um, and that is the only reason I need to own Acrobat. Yeah. <laughs> um, all things being equal, I'd really rather just not. But but we have a lot of readers who are blind or vision impaired, and they need to have special accessibility tags added to the PDF to, to help them understand the structure of it. You know, it's not just there's this sentence and then this line and this word, but what's a heading? What's a subheading? What's a, you know, what's the structure of the book? And so Acrobat Pro has a command that just just figures it out and adds these tags to uh, to the PDF for us. And I would feel embarrassed to to sell a book without that. But sure. um, but I, I know of no tools on iOS that can do that. So. Yeah, so it sounds like it's we're gonna I got a tough sell here to make this your full time device. A lot of the stuff that you guys do, um, you you did mention file management. Um, I mean, by far the files app is just on gangbusters. It's it's so much far advanced than and going back to the first iPad. I I like you own the first iPad, and boy, that was uh, I was excited when I had that iPad for the first time, and uh, boy thinking back of what that did and now what we could do now is just it's, it's light years ahead so i think uh yeah. file management in itself is going to be a huge uh, improvement at least that part of uh of uh, the, the the liking of being able to go with ipad um and also the ability of using external storage but now now with the new ipads having USB-C, you can hook up a you know a little device i mean i've got i got one of these little small little drives here i'll show you on camera here the the sand disk and that that's a USB-C. I mean i can plug that right into my ipad i got one terabyte worth of data i don't have to spend all this money on an ipad that you know when you buy a one terabyte ipad you're spending 1500 bucks for a for a, for an ipad i have so. i have the two terabyte version of the same thing <laughs> Do you? okay cool i know everybody yeah. loves these drives because uh, yeah. what i'm showing is the sand disc uh the extreme uh, we were talking about actually these the other night though with chuck and because uh, we were at his uh, live show uh and uh, uh jeff gamut put it up as well i gotta pull i gotta pull mine up and then and then uh, chuck had said that yeah they're 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 on sale right now for 136 dollars so, oh. okay oh really so, yeah mine is um it's somewhere it's, it's in it's, it's, it's in some corner of this office yeah. or something so, so having, having, having that ability, I think is, is become a huge uh, plus uh, as far as that part of the management of utilizing the iPad. I mean, when I, like I said, when yeah. I talked about it, it was hard. Um, so, you, so one of ahead. my, sorry, go ahead. So uh, uh, I was going to talk about notes apps a little bit. You, you, you mentioned about, sure. uh, about uh, using notes apps. I also did another presentation at my next talk uh-huh. about that too. So I've been pretty topical with the, the, of our discussion today. Um, um, obviously Apple notes is great. I've been using that a lot. Um, and I work in the corporate environment. So, um, Microsoft's, uh, OneNote is a very good uh, program and then you've got good notes. Sure. So there's a lot of 
good note-taking programs that could potentially help in your, in the way you work as far as uh, writing, um, writing is, as, as, at least I would think, but because uh, there, there are some good tools for that. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the type of writing that we do is, is very, I don't want to say peculiar, but, but different. You know, I've, I, I wrote a lot of, I've written a lot of books and I, I wrote a number of books before I started in with the take control kind of thing. Um, in the conventional publishing world, uh, almost everybody uses Word, or at least, you know, you got you to use something that's going to, you know, save in Word format. And then, you know, the editors all do their thing. And then um, once once everybody's kind of agreed on the text, then it goes to the layout people. And the layout will, will pour that into InDesign, usually sometimes Quark or whatever, whatever tool they use. And then they're going to fiddle with, you know, the graphics go here and the sidebars go there. And, oh, you know, you're going to have to cut a paragraph out of this section so that we can fit this thing on this page. And um, and then once once everything is laid out and all the all the back and forth has happened with the author and the editor to get that OK, um, then I'll start going into uh, print production. Um, with with Take Control, um, all of us who were initially part of this uh, enterprise, you know, Adam and Tanya and, uh, you know, uh, the, the people from the very beginning, Glenn Fleischman and Matt Newberg and, uh, Kirk McElhern and so forth. Um, we, we all came from that world, the, the traditional conventional publishing world. And, uh, so we were all used to that, but we also also kind of hated it. Um, and, um, we, we decided that it worked best for what we were trying to accomplish for the authors and the editors to work in a WYSIWYG environment. So we don't we don't put off the um, the layout to the last step that somebody else does. We we do the layout as we're writing the book, and and the reason is so that we can be fast. Um, if let's say we have a sidebar, and this because the way of our our our, our layout is designed, a sidebar has to fit on one page. Well, you could write in plain text, or you could write in Scrivener in Markdown or whatever. And you wouldn't know exactly how long your sidebar is going to be when it's laid out. That would be that would be like, you know, multiple steps ahead in the process. And so, you know, months later, when somebody decides, oh, actually, this sidebar is two sentences too long, then you'd have to go back and revise it. But if you're writing and you can see, oh, well, it either fits on the page or it doesn't. This graphic is too big. It, let me crop it a little bit or whatever. So we decided that because we wanted to work fast, a WYSIWYG environment was much better for us. The advantage of this was also that we can revise things more easily. So if Apple goes and changes something, which of course they're always doing, we go, oh, we got we to re revise the book. Can we have a revision out, I don't know, tomorrow? Yes, we can, because it's that fast. The, uh, you know, the author can, uh, can write and the editor can edit and I can produce and we can turn around and update sometimes in as little as a day. But if it has to go through all these different people and processes and, you know, do change the text and then go redo the layout and all this kind of stuff, it's impossible. I say all that um, to say that even though notes is great and I use notes all the time and and all the other things, you know, OneNote and other things like that. Um, it it doesn't really suit our needs because we have we have decided not to divorce the um, the text from the layout. We've decided to treat those as a unit. Um, and, um, and there are very few tools on the iPad that 
that can do that. And, and again, there are some, it's just that the ones that can do that have other deficiencies that I'm not too happy about. Every time Apple announces, oh, we're working on a new version of Pages, like we, we know a new version of Pages is coming because they're going to incorporate some of the stuff that from iBooks author that, that, that has died. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I keep thinking, well, maybe this time, maybe this time Pages will finally acquire those last few bits that we would actually need. And could could be, I don't know, maybe. But yeah. um, Let, uh, let's hope. I mean, I think... Uh... With the the big changes with the big sir and and um and and everything going that's happening right now, I I, I like to see that Apple is going to be focusing more on uh, pages than ever before because, like you said, mm-hmm. that, that that dark time when they really removed everything and it made basically made it a useless piece of software. Yeah. Uh, when yeah. they did all that, I remember that I was horrible. I mean, I, I mean, and you, you got a, com- you got competition like Microsoft word, which continues to evolve. You know, again, I work in the corporate environment and you know, word is everywhere and you, and right. you have to, I mean, and, 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 you know, Microsoft, they'll give, give them credit. They've, they've done very well with office and they've, they've, they've kept up on things. Uh, other thing I think you, you, an interesting thing you said about with Adobe, I mean, Adobe has been so focused on getting Photoshop as, as a full-time uh, uh, app on the iPad. Why not the rest of the suite? I hadn't seen it, you know, uh, Acrobat, uh, yeah. uh, InDesign, uh, Illustrator. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of the Creative Cloud apps, they should really be iPad versions too, because I know designers really love working on iPads. I've, I've worked yeah. with them firsthand. And I don't understand why Adobe hasn't started that. They can't even get the Photoshop up app, and yeah, they showed that at, yeah. at the at the at the event uh, last year, twenty nineteen. So it was crazy. And and of course, I understand why Photoshop would be the priority. Sure. And uh, I would I would imagine that Illustrator would be the next priority. Um, I mm-hmm. I further imagine that InDesign will be relatively low on their list. But if you know if Adobe just mm-hmm. you know announced tomorrow, guess what? This fall, we're bringing InDesign, like a fully powered InDesign to the iPad. I'd be like, well, I guess Adobe is going to start getting some money because <laughs> that, yeah. that changes things. Um, yeah. And it's not like InDesign has its limitations and faults too, but that that would really, really change things for us. And of course, they demoed it uh, during the, the WWDC last week uh, uh, and um, uh, that uh, they have already brought the apps into Big Sur and to, so for, to, to be supportive of the Apple Silicon. So who knows? It's possible. Yeah. Adobe might be looking at something that uh, isn't really, uh, hasn't been discussed yet, but uh, same thing with Acrobat. I, yeah. I, I would love to see Acrobat uh, oh, yeah. come, come for, to for the sure. iPad. Um, it, I mean, it's um, a powerful enough uh, app. And again, I know it's hard to, you know, uh, folks like, you know, we, we, we support the, you've, you've written books on, on Smile software, PDF Pen Pro. I mean, it just doesn't, it doesn't compare to what, Adobe Acrobat Pro does of what you guys need. Yeah. And, and of course I do wonder also, could there someday be, or would there someday be um, something that that's, uh, that's comparable to catalyst that would help people with existing Mac apps, bring them to the iPad. Mm -hmm. I, I it's knowing, knowing what I know about development and the frameworks and, and, APIs and so forth on the Mac. I I I'm kind of skeptical that that will ever exist, but um, but man, that would help. That would help yeah. things a lot. Um, 
and and that would also help with even just with developers bringing stuff forward to you know Apple Silicon and and you know shinier newer um, versions of macOS in the future. Um, so one of the, one of the other tools we use, the one I uh, alluded to that's been around since literally 1984, is Panorama. Mm-hmm. Panorama is a database and. Uh, we use Panorama for, uh, among other things, tracking all of our royalties. So, you know, we we sell books direct. We sell books through, uh, you know, the Apple Bookstore and through Amazon and Google Play and various other places. And um, every month uh, I have to uh, download all these different, um, uh, you know, sales reports in different formats. You know, this one has an Excel spreadsheet and this one has a CSV file and this one has something else. And they're all, all in different formats. And I have to, I have to, um, make, make sense of all of them. Um, do, do a lot of really complicated stuff to make sure that ultimately every author gets the correct amount of royalties and it's all broken down mm-hmm. and, and explained very clearly. And not just that they get the right number of dollars, but that they get, beautifully formatted reports that break it down, you know, for, for, you know, this title from this venue, you know, you sold this many copies and this is the cost and this is what the taxes were and blah, 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 and this is how much you got. Um, so, so we use Panorama for that. And, and, and of course, you know, that it's been around forever and it's a wonderful tool. Um, uh, I, I know that Jim Ray, who's, who's the developer, um, would, would love to someday bring it to the iPad. Um, but I also know that it's a gigantic undertaking. It's just an, yeah. an astonishing amount of work. Um, and so when I think about this other essential thing that I need to do to run my business, I'm like, well, I mean, there, there are a couple of databases that run on the iPad. Um, that you don't have a lot of choices there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's FileMaker Go. Um, and um, there's there's a couple of others. Uh, theoretically, one of them might be able to do what we need, but it would require a, a lot of um, yeah. a, you know a lot of design and programming and expense, and it, it's it's not impossible, but it would be it would be a huge hassle. Um, so that that's another thing that you know even if we got the actual book production happening on an iPad that's one thing that for the time being um I would I would have to use a Mac for but in fairness I, I want to say that um there there are lots of things that I can do today that that are parts important parts of running my business that I didn't used to be able to do on an iPad I mean I can do all my accounting on my iPad you know, with, with QuickBooks, I, I right. can, I can, I can pay my bills. I can, um, do, do, you know, pay, pay our authors, manage all of our invoices, all that kind of stuff. Um, that's no problem. Um, I can, um, manage our website and do, do all the things involved in the website, um, from my iPad. Now, I mean, you know, of course, it's one thing to say, oh, you know, you can go into WordPress and do whatever. It's another thing to say, um, I need to, um, I need to do some programming. You know, I, I need to need to get in there and, and fix some code and fix some CSS, and that that is possible. It's it's painful because, like, when I'm doing stuff like that, you know, I'm I'm doing some coding, I'm doing some some design work. Well, I'm going to have like BB Edit open, 
where the actual code is. And then I'm going to have like two or three or four different browsers that I'm always switching among, you know, let's try it here, try it here, try it here, try it here. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, it's a little awkward to do it on an iPad, but it's at least, it's yeah. at least possible. Um, do my banking uh, on the iPad, email, social media, uh, image editing. So the, like there, there are many tasks that, that I have to do as a business owner um, and that are sort of components of our process that, I'm I'm really delighted are possible on an iPad. I just I just want it all. You know, is is that so wrong? I just want it all. There's no wrong. We all want it all. Um, so it sounds like conclusion here. It looks like uh, we can't make iPad your full time device, at least not yet. Um, but it sounds like it's getting very very close. Certainly, I would expect within another ten years. <clears throat> uh, you think ten years? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, we, we've yeah. had ten years so far. No, I mean, um, I, I hope it's a lot less than that. Yeah. Um, I I would love to have um, you know all, all of those capabilities as well as be able to plug in a twenty-seven inch uh, monitor and have all of my multiple windows and apps just just where I want them and just the right sizes and orientations and all that. Um, that might come too. Yeah, they 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 are already experimenting being able to hook up an external monitor to an iPad because it's USB C. I know it takes mm-hmm. a little bit of conversion and converting the the device to have an HDMI connector to to connect to it. But uh, at least it's the other way around. You could you know using a sidecar or any other emulator for for a Mac, so you could could potentially use it right as a, as a as a uh, reasonable device to you know bring things over and have touch um, because. Uh, that, that we're talking about that too is being able to uh, access things and use the pencil for a lot of things that the Mac can't do because it doesn't have touch or, or, or pencil and that kind of stuff. So, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I, it's fine. Like I have Macs. I got a, I got an office full of Macs and I got, you know, I got all the stuff. I got everything from the watch to the, the iMac pro and, I have all the things and it's fine. And I, and I think that I, I will, will continue to have all the things for a long time and I will enjoy having them. Um, but, uh, I, I would, I would be ever so happy if I could get more of my productive work done while sitting in bed with my iPad. (laughs) Not not that I want to really spend all day in bed, but I'm just Mm -hmm. saying, you know, um, I, 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 there are so many things about it that I love. And, um, although we're closer um, I, I would like to be all the way there. Okay. Well, um, you've got some great book titles. We talked about it. Um, and I'm looking forward to, to seeing all of the great, uh, uh stuff that's going to be coming out from iOS 14, iPad OS 14, um, and, uh, Apple TV. And like we just talked about Apple, uh, are you going to look anything different with Apple watch as far as, uh, yeah. So we, we do have a book on Apple watch and I talked yeah. to Jeff Carlson, the author, and, um, he is definitely planning to update it, uh, for the fall. Um, one of the things that makes us a little bit nervous is we, we have no idea when the next hardware is going to come out. That's true. Uh, we know what's going to be in the next version of watch OS. We don't know when, you know, if or when new hardware is going to come out and then what that might do. Um, and I, and I, uh, what I think we're both leaning toward is we'll go ahead and update the book as soon as, you know, as soon as we can after watch us seven now ships. Um, yeah. and then, uh, if, 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 and when new hardware comes out, uh, we'll, we'll see if we have to update it further. Awesome. Um, but so yeah, you know, Apple, Apple TV, um, uh, Apple Watch, of course, uh, we'll be writing about Big Sur as well, um, and uh, and many many apps. 
Well, I can't, I can't uh, thank you enough for coming on the show. I think uh, everybody knows, knows that you just go ahead and tell everybody how to get to the, how to get to your sites. And uh, I know you had a, a brief, uh, you got a nice discount coming on right now. Uh, I, if you would, you could let everybody know. Yeah. Yeah. Recorded. So uh, to get to our site, you will need to find a web browser. Now this, <laughs> this very, very unusual and rare app uh, uh, can be found on most devices and uh, go to takecontrolbooks.com. Um, it, uh, until July 8th, we're participating in this Summerfest promotion. So that means if you, uh, enter the, the coupon code Summerfest 2020, you'll save 30% on all of our books. Um, you, you only have, uh, until July 8th, but I, I hope you'll take advantage of that. Um, and we have, uh, lots of books and all kinds of, of stuff oh, that's of, of interest to any Apple user. Um, and, and there will be more very soon. I can't wait. I mean, I, I, like I said, a lot of your books are Bibles to me. I mean, uh, and uh, I, I, I read them religiously and I, I, and I use them to, to, to talk about uh, what's in touch with iOS. I mean, cause uh, we all have to share amongst each other as far as learning and understanding uh, what these products are, have to do with. And, uh, and uh, we uh, definitely want to uh, get people out there to re- uh, read your books and uh, to check them out. And I, I will continue to support you and, support to what you guys have to offer. Cause I think it, it's, well, I uh, really I appreciate said, that. Been, Thank been you. A long reader for a long time words. and then we'll, we'll keep going. So, um, Thank you. uh, well, I guess that's it. Uh, I, I, Joe again, appreciate you being on the show and, uh, I, we I had a great time and I guess the, the final conclusion here is the iPad is not going to be your full-time device, at least not yet. <laughs> yes. I'm afraid so. <laughs> My thanks to Joe Kiesel for being here. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the interview. Uh, I did. And uh, you learned a little bit more about uh, the iPad and uh, could it really be your full-time device? And uh, it was definitely an interesting conversation. That's a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts and many others. But better yet, go to our website at InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsburg, and you can find me on Twitter at DaveG65. Thanks again to Joe Kiesel for being here today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Thanks for listening and talk to you again soon.